Welcome back. So I'm Jake. He's Jake. Or he's Jake and I'm Jake, whichever way we want to Jake do it. Dave. Jake and Dave. We've not used Dave for a while, have we? I think we've settled into the fact that you are actually a Jake, Jake as well. Jake. Yeah. You just get your blue tick as Jake as well, aren't you? Yeah. So all I had to do was put my surname on the <laughs> so I thought I'd have to change the whole thing because obviously to get that to get that sorted, you need to put you do your passport or your driving license. And they say David Jake Mees on them. Yes, you didn't know we're, we're proper influences now we've got our blue ticks you know yeah. but it's just insurance though isn't no, it, it like, is. yeah it's a joke, a just, joke. Yeah. yeah the only reason we've done that so a few of it you sort of piss like fucking hell you, you well i had this conversation pick. with sophie so she was like do you not she was like i understand she was like i get why you're doing it but she was like do you not think people are like where the hell's he done that he's obviously just paid for a tick and i was like it's literally because it's a business page and there's nothing to stop it getting hacked tomorrow so if you hear about that because that tick does nothing for us like from a reach point of view no, no, literally. literally nothing all it does is it means it's harder for people to hack into the page and if something does happen it's easier for us to get it back because yeah. that's and what that's our business, a, essentially. We run a large portion of our business. For it. So it's, it is literally just insurance. Yeah. Um, just so we're not trying to be influencers. No. Like um, but yeah, no, I literally, all I had to do, I thought I'd have to change like one of the tags in my thing just to David Jake Mees, but I didn't. I just put my surname in there. Yeah. So I think it says like Jake Mees Online Transformation Coach or something like that. Um, and, it, and it went through. So I was like, oh, buzzing. Got it sorted. Right, so um, no more big Dave. You're actually you're officially Jake now. Well, <laughs> yeah, so you know, obviously, my cousin did the shoe. He didn't even know my first name was David. <laughs> like he couldn't believe it um, when 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 he when he found out from I don't know how he found out whether it was in one of the chats or on this. So when did know. you obviously your first name's David? Mm. So when did you actually start becoming Jake? When did when did you morph into Jake full time? No, literally from birth. Oh really? My mum and dad have always called me Jake. Shit. Um, I don't know if it's a family thing or if it's just they thought David Jake sounded better than Jake David. Okay. They've called me that and then they referred yeah, yeah. to me as Jake. So it's not even like I've made the conscious decision to be like, I don't like David. Yeah. I want to be called Jake. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's just what I've always been, um, which is, yeah. Nearly got me into, did we mention this on a podcast before? It nearly got me into trouble at school once and I got detention yeah. for it. Yeah, it's yeah, yeah. Like that. yeah. I thought we might have done. I won't go back into the story then. Okay. I can't remember who was telling about it the other day, but yeah, everyone changed their names in school on the register. <laughs> and then when the real teacher came back, kicked off about it, didn't they? And I nearly got in trouble. Um, so yeah, it's been it's been a bit of a ball, like, to be honest with you. So I don't know, innit? Jake but, and Jake. Jake and Jake. So yeah, welcome <laughs> back. <laughs> um, so we did an episode on how we write training programs, didn't we? How we write training plans, how we go through that process. So we thought it would be a good idea to go through how we do nutrition targets for people. And not how we write meal plans. We're not going to be talking about how we write a meal plan because typically we don't. But how we talk act- about how meal plans are okay. In yeah, yeah. Certain, certain um, practices, but-, but how we set calorie targets for people, protein targets, all that kind of thing. And it literally starts with the assessment week, doesn't it? Yeah. So I think, again, you know, just to, to touch on maybe kind of previous episodes, um, this is more for us to kind of show that one, it isn't one size fits all and it is no. very much tailored to you and your requirements, your wants, your needs, the, the amount of flexibility you need. If you've got a family, you've not got f- so many things to take into consideration because, again, this is why things like calorie calculators online, they're a great base point for, for yeah, people. Yeah, they could be useful to start with, but they are literally a start point. They're a yeah. guesstimation. They're a guesstimation, and they, they, there's, there's a million and one of the things that you need to take into consideration mm. alongside that. So, yeah, for us, to begin with, so if you were a new client, you will do an assessment week for us first week which is basically a week where we get to grips with what your current nutrition looks like yeah 
And what we ask clients to do in, in, in an assessment week is we ask them to be very honest about things as well. So literally we say, we don't care how bad it looks. Don't tidy anything up. You can guarantee however bad it looks, we've seen worse. Yeah, and, and like, I think Just people are keen, because it's like the first week essentially of coaching is for assessment week. And I think people are keen to like start then. And I'm like, listen, for the first week, just fucking eat normal, okay? Yeah. I don't care if you're in Mackies every day. I do not give a shit. Yeah, like, we need to know what you've been doing up to now. Exactly. So that we can start to give you a solution to make tweaks and improve it. Exactly. And I think as well, like one of the things I say to people is I want to change as little as I yeah. possibly can do. Yeah, because yeah, yeah. that means there's less friction. It means that you're going to start getting results pretty much straight away with doing the same kind of stuff. Yeah. And people are like, all right, okay, that makes sense. When I explain it to them, but... Again, the reason we do it is so we can see your kind of current eating habits, patterns, if there's anything that really does need changing, or there's yeah. anything that doesn't need changing. Yeah. Um, so we get people to track their macros via my fitness pal, update us with that, bit of a food diary. We'll look at like caffeine intake, water intake, any supplements. We'll track weight on a daily basis again, just so we can, you know, if we can see if there's any crazy fluctuations. Maybe it's like after a weekend when mm. things go tits up for a lot yeah. of people. Yeah. Um, training and, and just gives us the best possible the most information to build the best possible plan yeah and what we can then basically do or what we <clears throat> what we do is literally we'll then be like right we can see for the last week you've averaged x amount of calories a day let's say 1500 calories a day and we can also see over that week that your weight's gone up by 0.2 of a kilo or it's gone down by 0.2 of a kilo so we can make an assumption providing that everything else is pretty regular and consistent and you've not been drinking a load or whatever that that, that amount of calories has caused that slight increase in weight so then we can be like okay well if we're wanting to diet you down maybe we just need to drop it a little bit by this amount so it just gives us a nice start point to meet where you're currently at and be like okay this is how many calories you're generally eating this is how your weight's generally responding so now we know with these two bits of information what we need to adjust to start going in the right direction and, and that's it that. and you know i don't i don't use color calculators or anything i still i do but almost i do it to double check so i'll have yeah. a look at that average i'll have a look at what the weight's doing i'll then figure out okay well this is probably where we're going to need to be sitting and then i'll do the calculation almost just to be like i wonder if it's close if or if you're, it's accurate if you're there. sometimes yeah. it's well out and sometimes like, all right we'll ignore that sometimes it's actually pretty close and it's like okay cool this probably is going to be about where they need to be um but it just depends on the person it depends on the person and again you know for some people they might not know how to track properly and mm. things so again it just gives us that insight into into your kind of knowledge base around it and, and stuff like that and um but yeah i mean we you know kind of you get to you get to a point after you've coached as many people as we have that you almost kind of you know what a person's assessment is going to look like yeah. to a certain extent, you know, yeah. and even I can go off like pictures, I can look at someone's pictures and I can say, right, I kind of know what targets I'm going to give them. Yeah. I just want to see those eating patterns and yeah. those habits and, and what I need to tweak. Um, but yeah, listen, like an assessment is a mega important part of the process. And I think um, it's something that's overlooked and I, and I know that a lot of coaches don't do it. Mm. Um, I think, you know, anyone who kind of works with Dan and Mike will do because it's, yeah. you know, they, they, you know, they they advise everybody to do that. But ultimately, I think it's a lot of people say, well, just kind of explain what a normal day looks like. Yeah. And that's great. But often because people, they want to... They'll undersell it. They'll undersell it. They'll I've had that a little I'm... bit. And it's like, okay, so a normal day isn't actually a normal yeah. day. And we're not identifying where the problems are. But that's one of the other benefits I've noticed of when you get people to do this assessment week and they are honest with it, they'll often message halfway through the week being like... Hell, I didn't actually realize I was eating all this or I was snacking so much. Yeah. This, that, and, and, you, but, and then 
and he's, he'd never used my fitness pal literally yesterday he'd never used my fitness pal before and he's doing his assessment week this week and he was like can i just ring you and i was like yeah sure like give us a yeah. ring um and he rang me and he was like i just wanted to say i have never had an eye-open experience like this when it comes to <laughs> nutrition because he's never tried his yeah. thing his words were as a lot of people will say i've always eaten clean yeah i'm, I'm like okay that doesn't mean that it's it's right okay so i'm like let's just track it and he's like i am shocked at how many calories i'm consuming yeah. and it is like that's a big eye that's a big thing we get with assessment week yeah yeah it is and then like you say because then we're already on the footing of they're already then thinking about okay well actually i can already see this is probably not great i can probably improve on this so when it even comes to us programming they're already thinking or they already sort of know what to expect in a sense of okay i know this is probably going to need to be adjusted and then what i'll generally do and i'm sure you'll be the same is when it comes to sending over their program and i'll always do like a video going through mm -hmm. what their nutrition targets are going to be and i'll get up their assessment week and i'll be like okay so you've averaged this many calories your proteins around here I'll go through the diet diet and I'll be like, okay, so these couple of meals that you're having maybe through the day, these are okay. These look pretty good. Yeah. But these, this evening meal, this is maybe where we're slipping up. Maybe we'll want to swap it for X, Y, and Z. These snacks, maybe swap it for X, Y, and Z. Generally with snacks. Something like that. But it'll literally be a case of just going through what they've eaten and then, okay, this is how we might want to tweak it to start hitting these new targets. And then what I'll do in their first week, not for everyone, if they're, if like someone comes in and they're eating really well, then it's okay, okay, let's just tweak it to these targets, should be fine. If someone needs a bit more help, it's like, okay, in that first week, I want you to send me pictures of your meals and of your MyFitnessPal screenshots, send it over to me, and we can just make sure you're getting you're it. You're locking it up, that, that way. play, and, yeah. and all that kind of yeah. stuff. Yeah, and we'll just do that for the first couple of weeks to get it going. But it literally starts with that assessment week of where are you at, what can we change, what's the smallest thing that we can change to start getting you in that direction. It's like the low-hanging fruit in it. What can we, what can we, you know, just to get the ball rolling. And for some people, that is going to be, if you're more experienced, we might come in like, right, wicked, you know what you're doing. So we can start giving you macro targets yeah. straight away. You're quite into your training, perfect. For some people, I, I mean, like literally, I would just say, listen, for the first week, all I want you to do is track your calories. Yeah. That's it. I, I might not even give them targets because I, I just yeah. want you to get into that, to the groove of doing that. And then, you know, we week two week three it's like okay now you've got a calorie target then we start to introduce protein and over to and you you do it over time and you add in things step by step because if you try again if you're trying to overwhelm someone and again you everyone listening to this podcast or watching this if you're if you want to have beautiful faces um will know that like if you try to to go too hard and you know and you're trying to do five training sessions a week you're trying to eat all the healthiest foods in the world and and you've kind of overwhelmed yourself you can't stick to it no so again that's why we try and change as little as possible and really right introduce things yeah. gradually step by step yeah and it's literally that it's if you change so much so quickly like if you're whenever you try to diet if you straight away drop your food try and do as much cardio as you can try and get to the gym every day you've got nowhere else to go like you need to then maintain that if you want to see progress. And obviously after three, four weeks of that, you're going to be absolutely fucked. Yeah. Whereas if we can come in and be like, okay, this is where you're currently at. Let's just make this small tweak and that'll kickstart some sort of progress. And then we've got, because we'll try and diet people on as much food as we, as we yeah. can generally, unless they've got like a time restrictive goal and we've got a short amount of time to, to do as much as we can, then we might push a bit more aggressive. But otherwise it'll be, let's try and do this on as much food as we can, make life as easy as possible. 
um, and just literally make small tweaks to what yeah, and I think that surprises a lot of people because they come in and again they've tried these over restrictive diets in the past maybe they've used calorie calculators yeah my fitness pal's a bastard for giving people low calories as well if you go off their target yeah yeah because you everyone always like picks the maximum range and then it'll add calories back in for uh, expenditure won't it it drives me mad that but yeah so I, th I think a lot of people come in I'm like right I want you to eat x amount of calories and they're like that's a lot and I'm like yeah well, how's it worked out for you in the past yeah. when you've eaten less? Yeah, not very well. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So let's just be consistent with these targets. Yeah. People start to see results and like, fucking hell, I'm dieting on this many calories. And if your biggest problem is that you're eating too much food when you're dieting, it's not a bad problem exactly. to have. Exactly like, that. Not a bad problem to yeah, have. Yeah, again, that's why. I need, so it's individual to everybody. Some people obviously come in and I'm like, right, we need to drop your calories massively. Like, you yeah. eat way too much. Some I'm like, you're not eating enough. Some I'm like, actually, you're kind of where we need you to be. A couple of tweaks and we're going to yeah. be on the right track. And that's it. So I'll, something else I'll say is, <clears throat> like, your baseline targets, what we give you to start with, again, could be doing ourselves out of a job, but that's the worst the plan is ever going to be. It's going to be the worst plan I ever give you because I don't know you yet. So with every week that we can track and see how your body responds, we'll learn a bit more about you. We can tweak those targets to get them where we want to be. So it is a case of some, I mean, sometimes you'll just hit a sweet spot and you'll give them some targets and the weight will just drop and drop and drop week after week and you'll be pretty good for a long time. But other times it's a case of, okay, here's your start targets. We'll run that for a couple of weeks. How are we getting on? Okay, now we'll just adjust a lot. And it's small adjustments in it as yeah, you go. Yeah, very small adjustments. Small adjustments. How we've responded to that. Okay, do we need to change anything again? And every time you do it, it just gets a little bit better and a bit more accurate. And the, I think the problem with jumping from one plan to another, one coach to another, one target from another to another, like every two or three weeks, you're only ever staying in that state of having that least accurate plan that you could possibly have because you you're never really learning how your body responds to stuff yeah. whereas if you almost go in with the attitude of okay the first few weeks we might we probably will see progress but even if we don't it's just going to be about learning how my body responds learning yeah. how to improve my routines and, and then lot, it'll get you know, better over time i'll say this to all of our clients and genuinely generally speaking you do see results in the first three to four weeks, even if it's maybe not things like weight drop in the composition. Yeah, yeah. That kind of Certainly thing. a lot of like what water weight will drop in the first few weeks. Yeah, exactly. And I think it's, but we're establishing habits, we're establishing routine, we're establishing structure. And then once we've got that, then it makes it really easy to then drop calories, increase calories, whatever we need yeah, to do because yeah. the, the habits are in place. Yeah. And like obviously, you know, for, for example, I've just had a guy start with me and he's, you know, he, he's kind of notoriously kind of dieted quite hard in the past, never really worked out for him long term. So I'm like, right, well, let's diet you on more calories and give you the energy to train hard, which he enjoys. Yeah. Recover properly from that. Again, he's like messaging this week saying, fucking hell, I feel amazing. I'm like, yeah, there you yeah. go. You know, and uh, we didn't need to change much. No. And it, sh it surprised him. I think some people are surprised at how simple it needs to be. Yeah. And then when it comes to like protein targets, again, obviously there's like a, a standard guideline of like two grams of protein per kilo of body weight. You might want to go a bit higher if you're dieting in a, def in a deficit. You could probably go a little bit lower if you're in a surplus. Yeah. According to like research, at the end of the day, it just comes down to what you like doing. As long as you're hitting that baseline and you're getting enough in, which is around the sort of two grams per kilo, yeah. you could drop to 1.6 potentially. Yeah if you're in a surplus, but I don't really tend to go that low, certainly not long-term, you, you'd be fine. But again, that just comes down to where that person is at in their assessment week. So if I get someone come in and they're only hitting an average of 40 grams of protein a day and they don't really know where to get protein from, I'm not going to turn around to them and be like, okay, well, now I want you to hit 180 yeah, grams a day. Go up to 80. It's not going to happen. It's literally, okay, yeah, let's just go up to 80. Get that. 
then we'll go in, in you know in three build weeks, it up we'll go up, to 100 then we'll go to this and, and it's yeah again, yeah again it's about building it up over time because like you say if you were to say well actually i want you to add 100 grams of protein per day yeah on top of what you're currently consuming and they're already struggling to get protein in the chances are that's going to overwhelm them and they're not going to do it so and then the only caveat i put to that is if i get someone who's vegan i'll probably say we'll put in a I'll little bit vegan. extra <laughs> <laughs> I'm joking, by the way. <laughs> but I will say, I will probably say, okay, we're going to bump your protein up a little bit higher. Just because of the makeup of the protein sources that they're going to be getting in isn't going to be as favorable as potentially meat and fish. And that's in- where supplements and things can help out as well. Yeah, like essential amino acids are actually quite useful for plant-based eaters. Yeah. Um, or for people who just don't like eating meat and fish in general, because again, it's just going to help bump that up easily. So with plant-based eaters, I'll generally be like, we're going to add a little bit of extra protein on here. And we might have to build up to that. Um, but it's just a case of meeting whoever it is where they're, where they're at. at. And also, I, th- I mean, depends on how motivated you're feeling at the start. Generally speaking, people come into coaching and they're, they're buzzing, right? Yeah. They're, they're happy. To, they're, they're starting a new journey. They're going to get into great shape. They're excited. They've seen the results. Other people are getting so they want some of that. So I like to try and pro- I like to try and kind of take that and run with it as much as mm-hmm. possible. So I, 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 again, it depends on the person, but generally speaking, I like to go quite aggressive at the start. Just yeah. a couple of weeks because yeah. I think if you can see, um, you know, a couple of pounds come off in the first few weeks or a couple of kilograms, you start to see your body change a little bit. Clothes start to feel a little bit better in terms of when you're wearing those. Even though you're in a calorie deficit, which in theory, you should be a little bit more tired, mm-hmm. lethargic. So because motivation is so high, you yeah. don't care about that. You don't even notice that, right? That's yeah. not a thing. So actually what we can do there is just get some momentum behind you. Yeah. I don't know if you're the same, like... No, I'm literally the exact same. I'll tend to... If I know the person can track it accurately and it yeah. can stick to it, I'll always go a bit more aggressive in the start. And then, like you said, depending on where they're coming from, those first few weeks, if they're suddenly eating more single ingredient foods, more veg, more fruit, that kind of thing, they're going to feel better. They're going to feel better And this is sort of the... Drinking argument. more water, sleeping better, training better. And this is the argument I've sort of made with people in the past where I've, I've had clients in the past turn around to me and said... I think I need to go vegan because I think it'll help with my fat loss. And I'm sort of, well, not, maybe not clients, but people I've had like calls with and they're like, oh, I'm going to try and go vegan because I think it'll help with fat loss. And I'm sort of, and you question them on it. And what I kind of say to them is like, there's nothing wrong with being vegan or plant-based, like go for it. If that's what you want to do, that's fine. But you could probably get the same benefits physically if you just added in more fruit and veg to what you're currently doing. Because the chances are at the minute, you're probably just eating too much processed stuff and not enough fresh stuff yeah you could keep you could just add the fresh stuff in alongside some decent protein like meat and fish and you'll probably see very similar benefits yeah yeah that's not to say that there's anything wrong with plant-based because there isn't you can 100% do that you can diet very well off of it you can build muscle very well off of it but if your only reason for doing that is because you think it will help you lose fat body fat quicker it won't yeah no 100% not and i think that's when a lot of people who do it I think what the point I was trying to make was a lot of people who do it then turn around and be like, oh yeah, I feel amazing. I feel a hundred times better. It's like, well, yeah, you do, but it's because you were eating very well beforehand and yeah, going plant-based in a good way has forced you to eat better and yeah. think about your food more. But you could have got that same benefit by eating the exact same thing to what you're now eating. But having protein. With some meat, yeah. with some chicken, with some whatever it is. Yeah. Like it's literally just that. Yeah. Um. So yeah, a bit off topic there, but. <laughs> it's but it's literally just that so yeah that's sort of how we program nutrition targets we'll we'll look through the assessment week we'll see where they're at we'll even meet them where they're at or sort of set a target relatively close to where they're at depending on how the weights change through the week on their average calories yeah and then we just build it up from there and it's just week by week trial and error we don't 
like I personally don't really change targets within the first two to three no, weeks. Because you want them to just be consistent with what you what you've given them. Yeah. Yeah. Once we've developed consistency, we can see if it's working. Yeah. We can make tweaks. Yeah. And sometimes you'll get outliers. Sometimes people like have you ever had it with a client where they've been like, Oh, I'm like they'll be on quite low food and they'll be like, Oh, such so and so is eating more than me, but they're smaller than me. Should I not be eating more? And I've and I've had that a couple of times and it's like, well, we had you on more food. Were you losing weight? And they're like, no. I'm like, well, we need to be on less than. And, like, it, and it's just that. Again, it's so individual. On so I've got one client who um, has got thyroid issues and PCOS. And it's like, okay, well, we know, unfortunately for you, and, and it is really, really shit. And when you have to break this news to people, it's fucking rubbish. But they, they kind of know it anyway. Yeah. But you're, you're going to have to diet on much lower yeah. calories than the normal person. And yeah. it is going to be really, really hard for you in comparison. Yeah. Um, and again, that's just about us managing expectations of our clients. But again, it's all individual because in in theory, on paper, I could, you know, if, again, if you use a calorie calculator, that person's calories will probably come up a lot higher. Yeah. But yeah. that doesn't take into consideration the issues that person's got yeah. and the problems that person's going to have to contend with. Yeah. So actually we have to be, okay, well, that's, you know, if everything was equal, yeah, you could probably eat more, but unfortunately we'll have to eat less. Yeah. And again, we, that's just that. One of, the, one of the guys I have who just did the shoot, he, when we started, he was 120 kilos, came from a powerlifting background. He's over six foot, like he's a big guy. Ben. Big, big guy. And uh, like just a big muscular, like obviously he's done powerlifting for a lot of years. Big frame. His calories for the shoot, we dropped down to about 13, 1400 a day. And it was literally like, you would think at 90% of people, his size will probably be able to diet off 2,000 plus calories a day. You'd imagine so, but everybody's different. We started him on that. Weight didn't budge. And we just gradually dropped and dropped and dropped until we got to a point where it started shifting. I had one client at the shoot. He's 70, he was 70 kilograms by the shoot. In fact, just under Nathan. Yeah. Really yeah. lean, really, really lean, like crazy lean. Um, And he was on really high calories. Like up until the end, I had him at like damn near 3,000 calories and he was losing body fat on that. Yeah. Whereas I had some guys who were... 95 100 kilograms who had to come down to 16 yeah. 1700 calories and it it was it's just the your genetic makeup it's yeah. just the way it is i generally have to diet quite aggressive yeah in order to see results like just the way i am you know yeah. just the way my body works at the moment i'm on less calories than you yeah you are and you're 15 kilograms lighter than me yeah. pretty much so it's again it's just down to the person yeah so it's not one again it's not one plan on certain amount of calories fits all no, and just don't compare your intake to someone else's. Yeah. And I think just to finish up on that, like it doesn't matter how you track it either. Like you can track it via macro. So you could do protein, carbs, and fats. You could track it protein and calories. Mm. You could just do calories if you needed to. You could just do a meal plan. Some people have literally just given like very generic guidelines to so, okay, with each meal, have a good protein, a serve, uh, have a good serving of protein, have two to three handfuls of veg. Yeah. And don't snack. And don't snack. And it can literally be as simple as that. Yeah. Like it doesn't really matter long as long as you're as well, consistent. Like, once you've got a client from A to B and, you know, because tracking, yeah, like, listen, I don't track from all the time. Like at the moment I'm tracking, I generally track, I actually mm. track a lot of the time just because it's kind of, it's habit for me now and it's like methodical. Mm. But um, yeah, for, for some clients who I know don't want to track forever, they might track for a period of time to get them from A to B to get you into the condition you yeah. want. Then it's like, okay, well, like, listen, I know that you don't want to track your calories forever. I'm fully aware of that. So now we'll start kind of moving away from it. We'll start tracking on untracked days, untracked yeah. meals, start introducing maybe different ways of of tracking things, which might be three meals a day, yeah. protein source with each of those meals, decent portion of carbs and a handful of veg. Don't 
snack in between those meals. Yeah. Like you can gradually just take people away from it. But you have to almost spend that time initially. You do. With tracking to to just learn about nutrition, to understand portion sizes, to understand food sourcing. You can get Massive. And then once you've done that for a while, I'll do the exact same thing. When I've got clients who have done that for a while, they're not strictly dieting and we can be like, right, I'm confident now that if I give you an untracked day, you're still going to be pretty good at hazarding a guess at what you need to be eating. Calories would be the same. And you're not just going to use it as an excuse to go crazy. Exactly that. And it's and when clients eventually get to a point where they're, they're kind of finished, I mean, what, one of the best bits of advice I got years ago and that I still give to people now is if you still want to be a little bit kind of like, you, you don't want you don't want to go off track. Mm. So you want to, you know, you want to make sure you're guarding against complacency. Um, track on a Monday. Don't track the rest of the week. If you yeah. track your food for a Monday... And like you've, you, you know you're gonna be. You can, similar, yeah, you can gauge it for the rest That's of the week. Good idea. is a good idea. Something that I use when I'm maintaining, and it just tends to work really, really well. Because then you can literally just be like, well, I just need to do what I did on Monday. Exactly. And you can just, yeah. and then you might have more freedom for like split the yeah, weekend. Yeah. But Monday to Friday, you know, you're gonna be eating similar kind of foods. Yeah. So, Such a good idea, is that? Little tip. Yeah. There you go. I think that's it. That's pretty much how we program nutrition targets, isn't it? Yeah. The, um, the... And we, we, there's no point us going into the detail of like how we would potentially change carbon fat splits around for different kind of people with like around the training windows because, you know, anabolic window, you don't need to worry about that. Like, yeah, it's probably a good idea if you're really, really pushing building muscle to have a few more carbs around yeah. the training window. That's about it. Yeah. It literally is about it. And I used to, I remember I used to finish workouts and I'd like my protein in my fucking locker. Oh, straight. Like, like, I'd have to leg it to the gym, yeah, like yeah, get yeah. the protein shake straight, like they're using the water in yeah, the gym. Yeah. And that was like, it was my anabolic window. And it's, yeah. you know, it's, it's not that important. Well, it's just not important at all, really. No. As long as you're getting in within a few hours, literally. Yeah. Um, but that's it. But yeah, there we do it. So basically, just to, to recap, you'll do an assessment week for us. Um, I'll ignore it completely. <laughs> I'll give you chicken and broccoli eight times a day. <laughs> <laughs> no joking. Um, but yeah, no, hopefully you found that useful. And I suppose if you're interested in knowing a little bit more about how we do that stuff, drop us a message. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, literally we'll just chat to you. I'll even just send you a video example. Yeah, yeah. Have a look at how it actually looks. Yeah. Don't mind doing that. Yeah, I do because... Effort. All right, I'll record one. I'll send you a link. You send it to me. it to people, and then you won't even have to listen to him. So it's added bonus. (laughs) So, right, nice one, guys. See you in the next one. See you later.